Let that be exalted in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, the entrance of your word gives light. Let your word bless us tonight. And as we take the Holy Communion, give us power for healing and for blessing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And the saints say the loudest, Amen. Okay, please be on the blue chair. Everyone under the plastic chair, be on the blue chair first. Everyone, make sure you're on the blue chair first. So that many people are coming within the rain, they find it comfortable to sit at the back. So all of us that are here, there, under, let's come together. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. We are reading Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says, Now unto him, if you are there, you can read it for me. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Let's read it emphatically tonight. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians 3, 20 says, Are you there? Or you read it for me if you are there. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Tell your neighbor the power is available. God is able to do all things above all that I ask, above all that I think. My God is able. And God will show himself that he's able tonight in Jesus' name. You will not be disappointed in the name of Jesus. One of the things we have learned this month is that enlargement comes as a result of signs and wonders. Somebody say signs and wonders. When miracle happens, it enlarges your coast and brings blessing your way. And I'm praying for you tonight. Enlargement will come your way. Miracle will come your way. Blessing will come your way. Increase will come your way. Answer prayer will come your way. Deliverance will come your way. Healing will come your way. Are you saying amen very well? Okay, and I said that the word of the Lord is an instrument for miracle. And I've been discussing that ever since we started this month. That you have to take the word of God wherever you needed a miracle. Anyone that cannot hold the word cannot have miracles. The word of God is what gives birth to miracle. I say so when you hear the word of God, use it to develop vision. That was where I started from. Use the word to see something. For with you is the fountain of life and is your light that we see light. And I said, God told me, it is in my word that you catch vision. If you are here tonight, and you don't have a reason why you are here, you are not catching a vision, you will not also be able to catch a miracle. That's why they say, Mako Jami Ologbala, Kisonia Kunleko, you open your eyes. If you come to church tonight and it's raining, it's because you want to catch a vision. God is not only sowing word, God is also sowing pictures. So as you are hearing, you are seeing. In other words, it doesn't matter what you are going through. You must see fission. Because where there is no fission, what happens? The people perish. 
Hebrew 11 verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. And the things that we see, they do not come by things that do appear. They come from an invisible world. And I pray that you'll be able to see vision from the word of God tonight in Jesus' name. I also say that you should use the word of God to build your love for God. Because the word of God is a love letter. As we are coming tonight, I pray that you not be discouraged, but that your love will get stronger. That's why they sing, Bina Banjo, Bojo Banro, Bojo That means that the more closer you are, the more you are in love with him. It's altogether lovely, altogether good. There is no darkness, there is no evil in God. God is a good God. And I pray that as you have fallen in love with his word, you will fall in love with him genuinely in the name of Jesus. Are you saying amen very well? I say use the word of God to build courage. Let the word of God infuse boldness into your heart. If you ever miss anything, I'm just trying to recap. Use the word of God to build courage. And I said so many times about building courage. That should not be afraid because God has not given us the spirit of fear but of boldness and of what? And of sound mind. And I also say use the word of God to get guidance and direction. That's why I stop. And anytime I'm talking about using the word of God for miracle, it seems as if I cannot exhaust it because the word of God is loaded with miracle. Let me tell your neighbor, say the word of God is loaded with miracle. I will use the word to manufacture my miracle in the name of Jesus. Okay, tonight I'm, I may give you two or three, depending on how you are able to get it because of our time. Use the word of God to understand your inheritance and to assess your inheritance in Christ. It is the word that helps you to understand your inheritance in Christ. It is the word that helps you to see your inheritance assess your inheritance and to understand your inheritance in Christ. It is the word of God that helps you to assess your inheritance, to understand your inheritance in Christ. So anytime you are hearing the word of God, know that God is not only saying something, God is also sharing something. And it is the word of God that helps you to understand what God has prepared for you. I know some of you may not be concentrating, but I want you to know that it is the word of God that helps you to understand what God has in mind for you. I mean, particularly blessing and inheritance. Acts chapter 20 verse 32 says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. Help you to understand your inheritance among them that are sanctified. I commit you to God, to the word of his grace, that help you to understand your inheritance among them that are sanctified. It is when you come to church like this that you know what to pray about. You understand what God has prepared for you. I commit you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to help you to understand your inheritance among them that are sanctified. Are you following me tonight? Are you following me tonight? Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. The Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from what? The cause of the law. 
Because Jesus has been made a cause for us so that what? So that what? So that the blessing of God might come upon us. Might come upon us what? The, 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 the Gentiles. So that the blessing of God might come. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Be made a cause for us so that the blessing of God might come upon us the Gentiles. So when we come under Christ, we know that we are not under a curse. We are under the blessing of God. And we understand that all the causes of the law, they have been removed over our life. Generational causes, family causes. Jesus has paid for it through the cross. The Bible says, curse is everyone that is hung on a tree. Are you hearing me now? So that the blessing can come upon us. And I pray that the blessing will come upon you in the name of Jesus. This will just open upon, open our eyes to what the blessing is all about. Put on verse 14. Verse 14. I want to be very fast tonight. So let's be quick about it. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentile in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. What is the promise of Father Abraham? The promise for Abraham is in Romans chapter 4, verse 13. Put on Romans chapter 4, verse 13 very quickly. So that you can know that when God calls you, he has called you to inherit the blessing. Not because of who you are, but because of who you are. Because you belong to God, you must be interested in your inheritance. Some of you think that all that you have is what you have in your father's house. No, there's something you have with God also that you must enjoy. For the promise that God gave to Father Abraham that it will be the heir of the world. And I said, understand the word here. W-O-R-L-D was not to Abraham to receive through the law but through the righteousness of faith. God said, Father Abraham will enjoy all things on this earth. So it's not only in heaven that you enjoy good things of life. The promise that God gave Father Abraham that he will enjoy the good things of this earth. W-O-R-O-L-D. That's why in Genesis chapter 24 verse 1, God blessed Father Abraham in all things. He had possession of this, possession of that. Isaac, the Lord blessed him in all things. The Philistines envied him. They did not pity him. So nobody be qualified to pity you. Me, I don't want to be pitied because I have inheritance with Christ and I will enjoy my inheritance in Jesus' name. Use the word of God to enjoy your inheritance. Hark chapter 8. Hark chapter 8. Verses 29 to 32. The spirit of the Lord said unto Philip, Go and join yourself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and understand it. And he said to him, Understand it thou without readers. And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up, sit with him, and interpret the scripture to him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer. So he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. Who shall declare his generation? For his life was taken. He's taken from the heart. And the Enoch answered Philip and said, I pray thee. Of whom speaketh the prophet this of himself of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached.
put Jesus' death unto him. He started explaining what Jesus came to do at the cross. And as they went on their way, they came onto a certain water and did not say, See, here is water. What hinder me to be baptized? You know, if you understand the scripture, you will see resources for your blessing around you. The, the, the way you look, you look as if somebody has cheated you. Nobody cheated you. It's you that refuse to understand what God has provided. The day you understand the Bible, you will see opportunity all around you. God is never short of opportunity. Opportunity is always around. The moment they open your eyes to the scripture, that's the way you are going to see resources to use. Philip never knew there is water on the way. Philip never thought uh, Ethiopia Enoch, there is water for baptism. It was the man that understood the scripture that saw water. That in there for water baptism. I may not tell you where your money is or where your job is, but if you understand the scripture, as I'm preaching the scripture to you, it will open your eyes to the opportunity around you. You will never see opportunity, your inheritance, your blessing, until you understand the scripture. You have access to scripture. You know, if our eyes are open to the Bible, our ears, our, our eyes, our ears are open to the scripture, our eyes will be open to resources that we can use for our manifestation. That was what happened for the Ethiopia Enoch. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9, he said you are being called to inherit the blessing. You are being called. So anytime you come to church, you are coming under a call to inheritance, to share what God has given to you. Ethiopia Enoch was reading the Bible and he didn't understand anything, but he loved reading the scripture. So the spirit of the Lord moved Philip to go and join the church. Philip went and joined, and as he joined, he said, explain the scripture to me. And Philip began to preach about the death of Jesus, that he died for his sin. And Topia enough saw. He saw. What will bless him? I can't preach to you and you refuse to see anything around you. I said, what is happening in this city? Nothing. It's because you refuse to understand the Bible. If you understand the Bible, you will see Oshoko in this city, in the Bible. You will see your blessing. You will see. You will see. You will see Job. You will see opportunity. You will see expansion. You will see blessing. I was telling my wife this morning how God appeared to me. God has always been appearing to me. That's one thing that you know. When you are called of God, God will be appearing to you. God appeared to me in a vision and said to me, my son, why did you lock up my church in Israel Ocean? Why did you lock it up in Israel Ocean? I said, no, I didn't lock up your church. I said, I'm working in Israel Ocean. Your church... Is at the opposite is at your filling station. And he said, as long as you walk here, you are locking up my church. I want to open the gate of the church. He told me that. And I told a few people. God told me. So I knew within myself that there is nothing they can prepare for me in the one shot that will make me go there. Because that means I'm not only locking it up in the adjustment, I'm locking it in 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 in, 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 in the shop. That's what God told me. Nobody preached it to me. So I need was high time. I come to church as a full time. I don't need any, any encouragement. He told me if I open up the gate, it will open resources of heaven to me. That's what he told me. He said, open up the gates. And I told my wife, and what I say, I've been telling you. And I prepare myself to leave. It was not a confessional thing. And I remember your husband, Brother Kide, telling me that in his service they were discussing. That man must be mad. With that is for salary. I can somebody handed this man salary and said he's going. I said they don't know what God told me. That's what God told me. If you hear what God says to me, you will see the opportunity that's available for me. 
So I knew when I was going that I was not going to retirement. I was going to active service. I don't need celebration. I don't need celebration. Uh, retirement bag, uh, dancing or party. I don't need it. I know I'm living from one place to another place. I'm opening up another job. I knew it. And ever since I opened up this place, here in this office, opportunity come to me every day. Opportunity every day as I open the gate and I enter. Opportunity enter the place. Because I obey the voice of the Lord. Even today, an honorable from Ede, a Muslim who came to this school. Say he's sponsoring 10 students and he wants to register for his degree program. A top politician came to this place. All I need to do is to open up what he asked me to do and every other thing will follow me. It was in this place that people walk in and say, what can I do to this place? Here in this place, ever since I opened this place up, no dull moment. No, no reason for anybody to pity you. There is no reason on that. There is no reason. It's not about human face. It's about what the Bible says. The more you read the Bible and understand it, the more line will fall upon you in pleasant places. The more you enjoy your inheritance. All you have to do... The reason why you don't get it is because you don't believe there is anything in the Bible. That's the reason you don't get it. The moment you know that there is an inheritance they are going to share in church tonight, you will go there. You open your ears. Then you begin to show you. This is what I prepare for you. This is what I prepare for you. But if you don't read it, you will not understand your inheritance. If you don't understand your inheritance, you will not have access to your blessing. You don't have access. And if you see all manner of calamity that is happening in the world, ha, you wonder, how can human beings be dying like chicken? All manner of calamity. Why? Because they know not. Now that we they understand. They die as grass. He said, but I have said, ye are gods. All of you, the children of the most high, you operate as God on the heart when you understand your inheritance. You live the life that you want. And many are suffering. Because even though they claim to be born again, they don't know what God has prepared for them in the Bible. Use the word of God to understand your inheritance and to assess your blessing. So when you come to church, you open your ears so that you can see your inheritance. This is my portion. This is my portion. This again is what God has prepared for me. He has called me to inherit my blessing. I must inherit my blessing. And as you are following, you begin to enjoy it. I know you know a lot of people are passing through a lot. But you not pass through if in the name of Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 16. And of his fullness, when we come to his understanding, we have received grace upon grace heaped upon us. Blessing upon blessing heaped upon us. John chapter 4 verse 10. If you know the gift of God, you will ask him to give you and he will give you living water. If you know the gift of God, if you know Jesus, you will ask for more. If you know Jesus, you will ask for more from him. It's because you don't know him. That's why you don't ask for more and you receive so little. The more you know him, the more confident you become to ask God for things and say, Abba, Father, I need this thing. Abba, Daddy, Daddy now, I need it. The more you know him, the more you ask from him. Because you don't know him. You know the world around you so much. You know difficult people so much that it becomes difficult for you to believe that God can be generous and good. The more you know him, the more you enjoy your inheritance. The more you know him, 
the more you enjoy it. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 to 8. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. He will not see where it comets. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 and 8. Can I see that? Jeremiah 17, verse 7 Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. Anyone that puts his attention on God, what happened to him? It shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out his roots by the river. And will not fear when it comes, but his leaf will be green. And will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Anyone that put his trust in the Lord, hope in the Lord, looking to the Lord for blessing, he will never cease from having a vest. He will be yielding fruit at all time. Blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon him because he's trusting the Lord. He will find his harvest in the Bible. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. And maybe I read. Uh, which one should I read again? Talking about understanding your inheritance and getting access to the blessing of Christ through the word. Use the word to understand your blessing. Use the word to understand your blessing. Anytime they are sharing something, let it help you to understand what God has prepared for you. Blessed is the man who walk in the who walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the discomfort. Verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Verse three, what happened to him? He shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. That's what happened when you put your attention on the word, your hand becomes prosperous. When you put your attention on the word, I know so many of you think that we are joking anytime we are preaching. You don't know we are sharing, we are sharing your inheritance, your blessing. When your attention is on the word, it will drop something that is your inheritance in your heart. Peter was frustrated in Luke chapter 5. He has toiled all night and caught nothing. He sat with Jesus to hear what Jesus has to say. And at the end, Jesus says something to him. He said, put your net into the boat and catch fish for yourself. Jesus is interested in your blessing, in your fishes and bread, shoe, clothes, slippers. He's interested Anything that you need, money, is interested in it. He knew that he was not just listening for fun. He knew he needed food after message. Jesus knew. You are not serving a night priest that does not know your feelings. He knows that at times you are hungry. He knows at times you are broke. He knows what you are going through. He cares for you. Jesus said, I know you need fish. That's all you came for all night. Oh yeah, let's do fish now. I finished preaching. Jesus finished preaching. The man was frustrated, yet he listened to the voice of Jesus. And at the end, Jesus gave him a reward for listening to his word. He's still doing the same today. You come to church with attention on the word. After the message, it will appear to you, either in the night or immediately after. An idea will come that will bring blessing your way. All you want is that your attention should be on him, not on money. Then he will not give you money. A surplus or addition. But if you say, no, I don't want to listen to the word. It's the money. You never, it's the money I'm looking for. You will never see your money. And you not even see your blessing. Are you hearing me tonight? So let your attention be on the word. Church has been full with activity. That's why so many people in the church are poor. The attention is never on the word. So people come to church for connection. Some come for marriage. And they don't get it. They are not satisfied. 
He said, why do you spend your money for that thing that does not satisfy? Why do you chase that thing that does not bring fulfillment? Chase me, the word, and I will add every other thing to you. Use the word to understand and to get access to your blessing. Use the word. You may not have enough time to, to, to go deep into the word. Into the word anytime, anytime you are at home. But when you are in church, give God full attention. I want to understand everything in my inheritance because he has called you to enjoy your inheritance. I was posted to a church. Victory. That's where I met my father. Victory Church. And I entered the church that time. And I was feeling, ah, everywhere I look so empty. It's just a building. And I had a fish on the night. And God gave me a cargo, cargo container with all manner of gifts. And he told me, I'm not sending you there to levy the people. I'm sending you to distribute my gifts and my blessing. That's why my focus is never on any man when I'm in church. My focus is to do what God has blessed me with. He said, I'm sending you to distribute gifts to people. Blessing to people. As you are preaching, you are distributing gifts. Blessing. Anybody that needs anything, you receive it. When your attention is on the world, you receive your attention. Once you understand something, it becomes your personal possession. He said, so anytime you mount the podium to preach, I will up gifts that follow you. And as you are saying it, I'm distributing it. And that changed my mentality forever. Whether I'm preaching to one person or I'm preaching to one thousand. It's not the class of people that are in the church. It is the message of the inheritance, the grace of God that's been given to people that is important. Everybody can receive. You can receive and receive and receive and receive. Until you have been blessed more than enough. Somebody said to me, here, he said, I saw as you are praying that you are giving baby to the motherless. She said it. And he said, I must receive it from your hand. Here. Anytime the word of God is going forth, he is going forth with distribution of gifts and blessing. People that don't pay attention, their gift is returned back. Even tonight, we are sharing blessing of Christ. And I pray you'll be fully blessed in the name of Jesus. Never you allow yourself to be distracted. If it enter your ears, definitely you will see something that will bless your life. The course of life, the course of the week, before the end of the service. If it can enter your ears, it must enter your eyes. You will see resources that will bring manifestation to the blessing. If the word enter your ears, and you understand it, it will always bring resources closer to you for you to see to use. Okay, number one, use the word to understand your blessing. Use the word. Okay, use the word. Use the word as a pen to write something in your heart that you not forget. Use the word like a pen. If you want the word to produce a miracle, use it to write something in your heart. Don't just hear the word. Use it like an ink that drops something in your heart. That says, ah, this word, it touches my heart. It touches my heart. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This word must not depart from your mouth. You must write it, meditate on it. 
That is the way you are going to make your way prosperous. That is the way you are going to have good success. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 3. Your word was found and I hate it. And become sweet unto my soul. I hate your word. I do not just only hear it. I swallow them. I hate it. So hit the word. Let it fool your belly. Let it fool your belly. He said to me, son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate and it was in my mouth like honey in sweetness. I hate it. Don't just hear one word and drop it. Hit it. Chew it. Let it fill your stomach. It can be one word that you are meditating, you are quoting, you are meditating until it becomes part and parcel of you. I think I've shared this testimony with you before. There's a man. It was the man that shared the testimony with us as an undergraduate in UNN. He said, he felt that the world is not working. That he has a special case with either malaria or one particular sickness. And uh, because people feel, believe that he has the anointing, he was receiving invitation. He said at times he will climb up podium like this to preach. And the thing will grip him. And we say, brethren, pray for me. The devil is a liar. The devil is attacking me again. I'm feeling this sickness. And we say, Lake Lebo, Shanda, Yalaba, Kusteke Lebo. He said, disease, mess him up. Even though he was a preacher, but it was completely opposite what he was preaching. There are so many people like that. Too. Preaching prosperity will not come out of your pocket. Preaching ill, yet you are full of sickness. He said he was, he, he said he was embarrassed himself. Because that sickness was embarrassing him. He said there are times he will have opportunity to preach. He will not be able to stand up from his bed. It was horrible. Did everything he could. He thought it was a special demon or attack. So he went to a, somebody that he respected and loved. He said, look, I have prayed. I have fasted. I have done everything I needed to do. I don't know how to escape from this attack. He said, and the man of God laughed. He laughed and laughed and laughed. He said, you don't know how the world works. He said, so how does it work? He said, I will give you a fast. Every morning, you read it to yourself hundred times. When you want to sleep, you read it again hundred times to yourself. He said one verse. He said yes. He said when you read that one verse hundred times in the morning like a pill, hundred times in the night, a time will come, you will dream the word. Then the word will gain access into every fiber in your soul. It's written all over you. Then it will work in your system. He said, is that all? He said, I don't need to pray for you. The word that you meditate and swallow and you eat will become part of you. When it becomes part of you, no sickness can hold you back. It was the man that shared himself. He said, initially I felt insulted that, ah, it's not working. How can he say that? Then he gave me the verse. He said, and I will read it the way they ask children to say, I will never come late to school. In a silly exercise book. If you have done it before, you will know that by the time you write 20 pages, you don't need to see. Everything will just flow with anointing. If you flow, I will never come back to school again. You will write and write and write and write. You never miss anything again. He said that was where it was with him. He said it took a lot of time the first week to count 100 times in the morning. 100 times in the evening. He was quoting the word. He said at a time. He said dreaming. When he's dreaming, he's saying the word. Unconsciously in his office, that scripture became like a music. 
he will be singing it has entered his subconsciousness it has entered his brain it has entered his cell nobody prayed for him he was delivered when the spirit of the world gained access into your soul your subconscious spirit will react to the world and bring it to fulfillment you don't just read it or quote it it becomes part and parcel of you so hit it write it pick the word that you love and pick it and make sure it's part and parcel of you that nobody cannot change as you keep saying it the word is not just letter it's spirit jesus said the word that i speak unto you they are spirits and they are life and i'm not recommending a particular scripture for you now just look at a word that you know should work for you because that is your need the spirit of god is in you to direct you then memorize that scripture until the devil cannot confuse you that the word is a lie then you will see how the world will manifest itself in your life so easily and he can give you any word i said i was coming home from isuka and somebody said to me i said ah all this your tires are bad i was using to, to that i said he said that's how the devil killed young ministers how can you drive all the way from Bumashaw? we are living in Bumashaw then and uh, come with this kind of a car with this tire and he started looking around and as he was speaking those words he was injecting fear into my spirit and in and those days that uh, we used to kumbo tire now uh, uh, who get money to buy original original tire or brand new tire so so he was injecting fear into me he said the devil just punched one of the tire on the ice speed go out before you know what is happening and i traveled to Isuka with my wife that time so in the night i started praying and god gave me a scripture i think Proverbs 21 verse 12 that says no evil will happen to the righteous no evil shall happen to the righteous and i started quoting and quoting and quoting when i wanted to pray in the night i said father i thank you because no evil will happen to the righteous in the morning i said as we are traveling no evil will happen to the righteous when we park our people i want to do anything i want to say no evil shall happen to the righteous no evil happen <laughs> there is a way the word gain access into your spirit it becomes a miracle every other thing becomes immaterial not this uh, part-time study they do you do square 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 and go square 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 and go you never take any word seriously pick the blue chip word word that feel that this one if you gain access to my spirit it will produce and now begin to memorize and meditate on it give yourself wholly to them that's what apostle Paul says he said and your profiting will appear to all your profiting because the word is profitable and i pray that the word of god will profit you in the name of jesus just keep meditating keep speaking keep speaking maybe i should just say one more how to use the word of god use the word of god to prophesy don't wait for anybody to prophesy over your life use the word of god to prophesy use it to prophesy use the word to prophesy anytime you want to prophesy use the word 
What is prophecy? Prophecy is speaking forth the mind of God. Speaking forth the mind of God. That is prophecy. Use the word of God to do what? To prophesy. Let God give you a word that you are going to use to prophesy. Let God give you a word that you are going to use to do what? To prophesy. Let God give you a word that you are going to use to prophesy. Use the word of God for prophecy. A miracle will happen. Ezekiel 37, verse 7, verse 10, verse 12. I was taken to a valley of a dry bones, and it was actually very, very dry, dry, very dry. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, can this bone live? And I said, You alone know. And God said, Prophesy for the dry bones and say, Live, dry bones. In the name of Jesus, live. He said, And I prophesy as I was commanded, and I saw dry bones coming together. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a writing and the bones came together bone to bone. Somebody say hallelujah. That's the power of using the word to prophesy. You are not just saying hmm and you are prophesying. You are taking the word as God is saying it and you are using it to prophesy over the situation. Your word says. Wherever you want a miracle, you use the word of God as a prophecy. God set the Lord. You are picking a written word and you are using it to prophesy to the situation. Look at verse 10. Verse 10. So I prophesied as I commanded and bread came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. He said there were bones that were very dry and God asked me to prophesy. Bones live and bones came together but they did not live. There was no bread in them. God came to me again and said prophesy bread to come into them. So you can prophesy bones to come together. You can prophesy bread to enter the bones. You can prophesy movement into the bones. So you don't stop prophesying. You keep prophesying until things become complete. Don't say, It is not just that you are just saying something. You are taking the word. Not, not, not things that look good. But as it is written, as you have been commanded, you are prophesying, speaking forth the word of God into the situation. Put on verse 12. And he said, this is how the children of Israel are. Okay, let's read from verse 10. Verse 11. Put on verse 10. Put on verse 10. Verse 11. Then he said to me, son of man, this bone are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our hope are dry. Our hope is lost. And we ourselves, we are cut off. He said, this is how the situation are with the Israelites. And it's also like that in the church. You come with a particular problem and say, my hope is gone. I'm in the grave. I can never come out. This is a grave situation. This hope is lost. Verse 12, he now says, therefore prophesy and say to them, just says the Lord, behold, all my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your grave and bring you into the land of Israel. What am I saying tonight? Use the word of God. If you come to church and I preach on anything, use it to prophesy on your children, on your husband, on your journey, on your job, wherever you are going, you are prophesying. God says the Lord, say to the righteous, you shall be well with him and he shall eat the fruit of his labor. I prophesy today in the name of the Lord 
it is well with me my going out is blessed my coming in is blessed i will hear the fruit of my labor in the name of jesus my labor shall not be in vain i will say name very well you are prophesying god says the spirit of the lord it will satisfy me with perfect peace perfect peace all around me in the name of jesus god says the lord the lord will bless the righteous and we surround him with favor like a sheet wherever i go i enjoy everlasting favor you are prophesying as i've been commanded he said that's how the children of israel are but prophesy to change the situation okay maybe i read two or three more isaiah 44 verse 26 Thus says the Lord, I'm the one that confirmed the word of my servant. I'm the one that fulfilled the word of my messenger. God says that when you speak my word, I will confirm it. And I'm promising the name of Jesus tonight. Every word of God that comes from your mouth, God will confirm it. Isaiah 44. You, so use the word. You need to know the word to prophesy. If you don't know the word, you just be prophesying rather than that now. Look at what it says now. Isaiah 44 verse 26. Let me read two or three more. We are talking about three ways to use the word tonight. Use the word to understand your inheritance. That is number one. So that you can enjoy it. Number two. Use the word to do what? I can't hear you. That is understand the blessing. That's number one. What is number two? To do what? Eh? I can't hear you. I say what? As a pen in your heart, use the word to write something, something you can't forget forever. Gather word you cannot forget. Let it impress something in your heart. Through the word, fill your stomach with it. Overdose yourself with the word. Okay, number three, use your word to prophesy. Isaiah 44, verse 26. Who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messenger? Who says to Jerusalem? You shall be inhabited to the city of Judah. You shall be built and I will raise up our waste places. So you are not just looking at things as they are falling down. You are saying, stand up. You shall be built up. You will be strong. You will be an excellent. You will do well. You are prophesying. You are prophesying. And when you prophesy, most of the time, they come to pass. One of the pastors I love so much said, his son, when he was young, he will write in his hand, we write doctor. In his hand, though. In his hand. A small boy. He said the boy will enter. He's a medical doctor himself, but he's a businessman now. Dr. Apoki. He said the boy will enter the theater. We say, I'm operating black people. Where you go, you operate white. International surgeon. He will write in his hand. They say, What did you write? Eh? The father wrote. Today, the boy is an orthopedic surgeon in Germany. <laughs> he prophesied into his life. He prophesied. If you don't like what you are seeing, prophesy. Prophesy. Oh, son, you are great. Look at how the father of John prophesied to him when he was born. His name he said, And oh, you, my child, you will be an instrument of honor. He prophesied. Our covenant fathers don't just die. They carry their children before they died and they prophesy into their future. None die. Without prophesying, they will release something. They say, oh, Joseph, you are blessed of the Lord. You will be a fool that run over the wall. 
They will call them one by one prophesy. That's how our covenant father live. They prophesy into the future. How come that you allow things to just take place without prophecy? How many prophecy have you released concerning this year? And you are complaining. God is not doing anything. Which word have you given God to use? You prophesy. Use the word of God to prophesy. Every time you should be eager because you, the word that you are hearing is an instrument for prophecy. You use it to prophesy to situation around you. And it will come to pass. Exodus chapter 7 verse 2. Today, Pharaoh, I have made you God. You will prophesy and I will confirm it. God has made you God over situation. So you prophesy. You don't just wait for things. Exodus chapter 7 verse 2. Exodus chapter 7 verse 2. He was crying. You say, speak. Let's read from verse 1. Verse 1. Exodus 7 from verse 1. Quickly. So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh. And Aaron, your brother, will be like a prophet. Verse 2. You shall speak all that I command you. And Aaron, your brother, shall tell Pharaoh to send the children out. And I will do it. You will say it. Then I'll be compelled to act. If you can't prophesy, you can't go far. You have to prophesy. Prophesy as God is commanding you. You use the word of God to prophesy. When you are prophesying the word of God, it will come to pass. Numbers chapter 14, verse 28. Numbers chapter 14, verse 28. What does he say? I will do what I hear you say. <laughs> say to them, if they prophesy life to themselves, I will do it to them. The problem we have in Christianity is that we feel humility is keeping quiet. We feel humility is like keeping quiet. You will say, I can never be poor. You say, ah, I'm proud of you. Everyone's okay, I can never be poor. The brother is prophesying to himself. He's prophesying. I will not die of a motor accident. The God that I serve will keep me safe. You are prophesying. My children will be great. You are prophesying to the level of your children. You have to prophesy. I can never before is a prophecy. You are speaking the mind of God into your situation. And all the word that you are speaking will come to pass in Jesus' name. Use the word of God to prophesy. And God will confirm it. Rest on your feet. Rest on your feet. Rest on your feet. And let's prophesy. 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 Use the word of God. Is there any word that you have heard from me tonight? Okay, it's Proverbs chapter 12, verse 21. There shall no evil happen to the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Say to yourself and prophesy, no evil will happen to me. As I'm entering October, November, December, no evil will happen to me. In this ember month, it shall be a blessing month for me. Good news galore. I'm always sharing testimony because I prophesy as I've been commanded. No evil will happen to the righteous. And no evil. Use the word of God to prophesy. Is there any word that I've shared tonight that you like? Use the word to prophesy. Use it to prophesy and to prophesy and to prophesy and to prophesy and to prophesy. In the name of Jesus. Prophesy until you know that you are speaking in. You are not just walking around but you are saying this is what the word of God says. This is my season of enlargement. It's my season of blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, I can never be alone. I understand my inheritance. 
Jesus has redeemed me from the cost of the law. I enjoy the blessing of the Lord. He has called me to inherit the blessing. There is inheritance for me. I can never be frustrated from his fullness. I receive blessing upon blessing, grace upon grace. I am blessed in all things, surrounded with the faith of the Lord. The glory of the Lord is at work in my life. I will not die prematurely. Use the word of God to prophesy tonight. I receive healing from his wound. I receive healing from his stripes. I receive healing from the Holy Communion. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to say those things. I say, as I understand the Bible, I enjoy my inheritance. Some of you think that we are playing. We are not playing here. We are doing spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is using the word to pray. Using the word to prophesy. Using the word to decree. God says the Lord. I'm the Lord your God that confirms the word of my servant and performs the word of my messenger. Who says you shall be built up? Go ahead and begin to decree the word. The word that you believe. The word that you have taken. Prophesy and prophesy and prophesy. It is well with my journey. It is well with my soul. It is well with my business. It is well with everything that the Lord has said concerning me. It is well with my children. I have good news all around me. No disaster, no evil occurrence. In the name of Jesus, thou will keep him in perfect peace. I will enjoy perfect peace. It's my season of perfect peace. Perfect peace. Divine enlargement. In the mighty name of Jesus, go ahead and speak. Speak to what you believe. Speak healing. Speak to the word of the Lord. Speak what the Lord has said. Yes, say to the righteous, it shall be well with him and he shall hear the fruit of his labor. I can never be jobless. I will always have job. I will have opportunity. I'll be blessed and I will hear the fruit of my doings in the name of Jesus. Hey, open your mouth and prophesy. If your stomach is full, you will say something. If you don't have anything in your stomach, you will lack prayer to pray. People that have prayer in their mouth have the word of God in their heart. You are here according to the promise. You are here according to your promise. I will enjoy my inheritance in the name of Jesus. I enjoy my inheritance in the name of Jesus. I enjoy my inheritance in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead and decree and declare tonight. And say, yes, I enjoy the sweetness of your word. I enjoy the sweetness of your word. In the precious name of Jesus, use the word to prophesy. No arrow form against me shall prosper. No evil arrow form against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the, go ahead. Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. No arrow form against me shall prosper. By the grace of Jesus. I am covered with the blood of Jesus. I am blessed. And I live favor. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Thus says the Lord. You are not praying. No. Thus says the 
says the Lord, no weapon form against me shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against me in judgment, I shall condemn. This is the inheritance of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. I am covered with the blood of Jesus. No arrow form against me shall prosper. I am blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and pray. My going out is blessed. My coming is blessed. Thus says the Lord, I shall be blessed in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the noon, and in the evening. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Lord shall open unto me his good treasure. I will be blessed in all the work of my hand. I will lend unto many nations. I shall not borrow. The Lord shall make me plenteous in goods. I will not lack any good thing. Prophesy as you are commanded. Prophesy as you are commanded. Prophesy. 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 The Lord shall command his blessing upon me in his storehouses. I shall be above only and not beneath. By the word of the Lord, I am blessed and highly favored. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. All your prophecies will come to pass. The Lord fulfill the word of your mouth by his own power in the name of Jesus. Every prophecy you have declared tonight they become a testimony. Ezekiel said, and I prophesy as I was commanded, and bone came to bone. They joined together. Whatever is dislocated around your body by the prophecy of your mouth, I command healing right now. Whatever disconnection you have suffered, where you need that favor, I prophesy connection right now. He said, and I prophesy again, and the breath of the Almighty came into the bones. Whatever look lifeless in your body, in your situation, in your business, I prophesy life into them right now in the name of Jesus. Breath of God from all the corners of the heart, enter your business in the name of Jesus. Enter your body in the name of Jesus. I command anything that is dying to receive the life of God right now. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere around you that you are thinking you have lost hope, receive new hope. Receive new connection. Receive new opportunity. Receive new promotion. Receive divine breakthrough. Receive divine connection. Receive help from above. I prophesy as I was commanded. Anything that is not working, I command it to work right now. Sweet Holy Spirit, your word is sweet unto us. Let it bring manifestation to our life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.